Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. What to do when you don't know what to do? That is the question I'm going to tackle in today's podcast, and it's actually probably a more frequent problem than you might realize. This is something that people struggle with on a weekly basis, and it comes from all different levels, you know, of experience. People who are brand new to, you know, lifting or trying to change their body, and people who've been doing it for a number of years, and advanced lifters as well, people who've been in the game for, you know, 10 plus years. It happens to everybody at some point in time. And the scenario usually plays out something like this. You know, you're on your journey, you've got some goals, you've kind of put up on the board or in your brain, and you've told yourself, this is what I'm going to achieve. I'm going to get after it. This is going to be the time. Let's go. So, you know, you've been training for a while, and you're making some some quick progress, and you think, fuck yeah, I'm on the right path. You've been paying attention to your diet, and you suddenly feel like you're on track. You know, maybe your weight's going down. You know, you're losing the love handles. Maybe the bingo wings are starting to disappear or the beer belly starting to flatten out. And you think, yes, it's happening. You know, you've been keeping an eye on your stress levels and making sure that they're under control and, you know, you're not overextending yourself. And then, and then you start to get lazy. You start becoming complacent. You get a little bit bored. And as you get bored, you start hitting a plateau. And before I go much further, I want to explain what a plateau is. A plateau is actually a normal part of the getting results process. Okay, and the reason that I want to talk about this just really quickly is because it's an important part that a lot of people overlook and don't understand. I want you to think about this. Actually, I'm going to make it really simple. I want you to imagine that you have a graph. Okay. The graph goes up on a diagonal from bottom left to top right. This is called linear. It's a straight line from point A to point B. Your progress in terms of developing strength and building fitness is not linear. It does not happen like that. It's not a straight line of trajectory in an upward direction. Just like your weight loss, if we draw a new graph, The graph goes from top left down on a diagonal to the bottom right. Your weight loss is not linear. There will be daily fluctuations between your weight where you lose weight and then you gain weight. And it's going to be like a goddamn roller coaster up and down like a pinball ball, like a pinball. It's going to go down and up, fluctuates. What you are looking for is the general trend of those results and of that data those goals and those pro- that they're basically markers for progress you are looking for a general trend in an upwards direct uh, trajectory if it's strength and fitness so you're lifting more or your work capacity is increasing or your aerobic fitness is improving and if it's a weight loss type of goal you would like to see, if you're taking the right actions, that is, you would like to see a gradual 
decline on the scales or a shrinking of the clothing size. But it does not, it is not linear. If that were the case, if linear progress was possible, we would all be lifting thousands of kilos in terms of weight. But that does not happen. Your body over time accommodates to the stimulus you provide it. In simple terms, that means your body gets used to what you give it. So this is what happens when people do the exact same gym routine every time they go to train. So if you have one routine that you do and it's the exact same and you just repeat it over and over again, you will not improve. You will stagnate. And oftentimes you will actually regress. You will go backwards because you become so complacent and what you're doing becomes so easy that your technique starts to actually fall away. So you're no longer paying any attention to the small details of the movements that you've been performing because you've been doing it for so long. Yeah, yeah, I've done this 30 times before. Yeah, this is boring, but uh, the program says to do, you know, 30 chest presses. So off I go, three sets of 10. That's what happens. So when you start hitting these plateaus or when your results start tapering off or maybe stop accelerating at their rapid rate, Realize first and foremost that this is normal. You cannot continue making progress indefinitely. It'd be great if we could, but the body as an organism does not work like that. It adapts to the stress that you provide it. But the reason that most people hit a plateau and the reason you will hit a plateau is because you'll probably get to a point in your journey and what you do and the routines that you have incorporated into your life, they will no longer feel sexy or be exciting to you because you've been doing them for such a long period of time. So all of a sudden, what used to feel exciting and give you a bit of a buzz, it now feels like a grind. It feels like an effort. And you feel like you have to really apply yourself and pay attention to all the little details. So when that happens, and you start getting frustrated with doing the monotonous. You start looking for a hack, a shortcut, a silver bullet, or you start following a hundred different fitness accounts on the social medias. And do you know what's gonna happen if you start following a hundred different accounts and profiles on social media? You are going to receive 100 different ways that are gonna tell you this is the way. So you're gonna get 100 people telling you a different fucking message. When the simple fact is this, the principles, so not methods, I'm talking principles, laws that govern progress and developing strength and reducing body fat, the principles are set in stone. They are well known. So when you start looking for all of these different ways, these shortcuts, you are slowly deviating off course. One degree at a time, you deviate one degree to your right, and then another degree to your right, and then another degree to your right, and so forth. And you continue just veering a little bit off course, and you do a little bit more frequently, searching for something else, looking for a different product, a new supplement, a new program, a new cleanse, a new detox, whatever the fuck it is. Every single thing that you try and do that 
deviates away from what you were doing, what was working, takes you further and further off course. You start moving laterally. So instead of going straight ahead towards your goal, you start moving sideways. And I don't know if you can do the math, but I can do the math here. If you turn to your right enough times, you actually face backwards. So you actually turn around and start going backwards. And it takes a lot of work. One degree, two degrees, three degrees, four degrees. And it's all these little instances every day where you click like on that profile, where you think, hmm, maybe if I change supplement, that will help. Maybe if I, or I don't know, try this, maybe that'll work. If you do that enough times, you will actually go laterally or backwards. And then you end up wondering, what is missing? What, what am I not seeing? And then try and figure out what else is it that I need to do? Or, you know, is there something that everybody else is doing that I'm not? Because you have a case of tunnel vision, okay? You, you are looking so narrow and so precisely at one thing or too many things at once that you can't see the forest for the trees. You need to detach yourself from the situation and actually look back at what was working in the first place. And you, my friend, have lost sight of what works. And what works is the basics. And I've been there. I, I've done this as well. I've Over the years, I've purchased some devices, you know, that I thought this would be a game changer. If I use this device, this will help me improve my aerobic strength. You know, I'm like a kid in a fucking candy store when I look at fitness equipment because, you know, I have a training facility. But I, I, I now have the wisdom to look at certain things and evaluate more critically is this a need or is this a want? And most often, most of the time now, I look at it and I, I don't make that purchase. I look at it and I think, yeah, that might be nice, but I don't actually need it. I don't require it. It just looks nice and, ooh, shiny. You see what I'm getting at here? So I, I'm not immune to this. I, I, I am exposed to the same type of things that you are. But what we need to look at is what actually works. So when you don't know what to do, when you're feeling frustrated, go back to the basics because the basics work. And I'm gonna take you on a little little detour here. I'm gonna take you on a little story. And this is something that from a, a coaching perspective, you may not know. As a personal trainer, if I work with somebody who is brand new, and this isn't to say that I do it, but this is what can happen. If I take somebody who is a blank slate, clean slate, they've never done anything before with regards to strength and conditioning or physical training at all. I could literally give them anything. I could provide them with any series of exercises and they would make progress. Literally anything. And the reason for it is they have had zero exposure to anything that I provide them. It could be a lunge, it could be a squat, it could be, you name it, it'll work, they will get stronger because their body has not received that stimulus before. Because when you deliver a new stimulus or a new sensation or 
challenge for the body. It 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 kind of uh, it's a stimulation that it's never received, so it kind of freaks out. It's like, whoa, what is this? I've never experienced this before. So it causes some muscle damage and it forces new growth or develops, you know, it develops a way to make that easier next time you do it. That's the easiest way I can kind of explain it. Okay. So as you do that more frequently, if you provide a stimulus for the body and you, the more you do it, the more the body adapts. Okay. And if you keep delivering the same stimulus over and over again, your body accommodates to it. It no longer changes. That's the way the body works. But I want to go through something. This is, if you ever start to feel like you're veering off course or you're kind of scratching your head or banging your head against the wall and you're like, fuck, what do I do? I'm going to let you on a little secret here. It's not so much a secret because I study this and I'm trying to give you guys these little nuggets and insights that I learn because I never really had anybody to look up to when I was growing up. It's like I wish somebody had the ability to basically give me this information like I'm now giving you. This is my way of giving back. But this is the thing. The best people and the smartest people in the world, they swear by the basics. No matter how experienced they are or how great the results that they get, the people who get the best results do the simple things better than everyone else. They don't use fad gimmicks and fucking, you know, they don't veer off course. They know what works and they stick to them. So the basics of these, for strength training, it is push, pull, hinge, squat. You've got two upper body movements, compounds, two lower body movements, one hip and one knee dominant, and if you then add in some grip and or core work and a conditioning component to raise your heart level, uh, your heart rate, and make you work really fucking intensely for a few minutes, bang, you're squared away. That's a pretty simple you know, framework for a strength training program. For nutrition, it's three liters of water, 1.5 to 2.0 grams of protein per kilo of your body weight. Fruit and vegetables. Like, <laughs> I, am, I I do enjoy science. I, I like facts. I like data. But do we really need to go into the details about, you know, fruit and veg? Like, they're fucking good for you. Eat them. And don't drink your calories. If your goal is fat loss, you should not be drinking your calories. Period. And if you're unsure of what I mean by, you know, liquid calories... Anything that contains calories, don't drink it. So that leaves you with a few options. Water, tea, coffee, bang. So there's a really concise list. If you don't know what to drink, there you go. Water, tea, and coffee. For managing your stress, the key pillars we need to be taken care of. Sleep, cold showers, and I just want to stop here on the cold shower train for a, for a moment because this is something I have mentioned and I've encouraged people who really need to develop some discipline. And they look at me with disdain when I say, try the 30-day cold shower challenge. And they look at me and they're like, oh no, there's no way I could do that. And they're like, I'm not prepared to do that. I'd much prefer to have my warm or hot shower in the morning. Thank you very much, Jesse. I'll get my discipline elsewhere. 
Well, here's the deal, motherfucker. You won't develop the discipline elsewhere. And do you know how I know that? Because you are not prepared to get uncomfortable and try something that someone else recommends for you. This is the problem. You are not willing to step outside of your comfort zone. It's a cold shower. You stand under the water, you turn the tap on cold, two to three minutes, you're in and you're out, you wake up, you get on with your day. It helps you to reframe your definition of what is hard or what you perceive to be uncomfortable. How many people do you know directly, not a friend of a friend, how many people do you know that take cold showers? I know, I know a handful of people, but I choose to surround myself with people who, you know, make me level up. I try to avoid hanging out with people who enjoy being average. Cold showers is the starting point for developing discipline. And it's not just to make your life miserable. It's to help teach you the skill of discipline. Because if you're not prepared to make yourself uncomfortable in the form of, say, something like a cold shower, you're certainly not going to do it when push comes to shove elsewhere in your life. So I think about the times where it's like, oh man, I wish I was more disciplined. That's where it's letting you down. You know, if you want to manage stress, nasal breathing is huge. If you want to understand the science behind it, go and buy the book called Breath by James Nestor. N-E-S-T-O-R. That is a fantastic book. People who mouth breathe, people who mouth breathe are chronic hyperventilators. They breathe in too much air and they do it too frequently. This means that the body needs to continue to breathe more and more frequently because it is becoming inefficient at utilizing oxygen. So rather than breathing more frequently to get the same or less oxygen, we actually would like to do the opposite breathe less, breathe slowly, breathe through the nose, which also releases nitric oxide, which helps to open up the nasal passage. And there's a host of other benefits as well, but I'll let you research that. But mouth breathing is typically a sympathetic nervous system driven activity. This means you are more in the fight or flight response versus nasal breathing, slower, more controlled, more efficient over the long term in terms of oxygen utilization, is more parasympathetic, rest and digest. You know, get yourself outdoors. If you wanna manage stress, get outside, get some vitamin D, go and walk in nature. If you've got a 30 minute lunch break, go and walk around the block, do some journaling. This is something that I actually did earlier this week, which was phenomenal for me. I dabble in journaling on and off, and it helps to make sense of all of the shit going on upstairs. And uh, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm a bit weird. I've got some shit going on upstairs that I need to kind of work work through, you know? And writing stuff out on paper helps you make sense of that. It helps make sense of, you know, what's trivial and what's meaningful, what's important and what's not. And sometimes all you need to do is just get it out of your brain. You just gotta get it off your mind. Okay, so journaling can be huge. And also avoiding the negative news network. So 
Um, I, I try to steer clear of watching the news. So if people are like, oh, you're not up to date with the news? No, not really. Um, if something's important, I'll hopefully find out about it. Uh, somebody else will tell me about it, or you know, I might read it online, but I try and steer clear of news. It's generally pretty negative. So that's it. You're taking care of your strength training. You're looking after your nutrition with those simple principles, and you're managing stress. And that's pretty much it. But here's the deal. You can't just do it once a week. You can't just do it once a fortnight or once a month. The goal is to do it every day. The more frequently you do something, the easier it becomes. The more efficient you become at doing it. And if you're exposing your body to a stress, for example, cold showers, we are banking interest. So what I mean by that is, it's an accumulation. Taking one cold shower isn't going to make you tough. It's not going to make you resilient. It's not gonna develop the skill of discipline because you did something once. Whoop-de-doo. Can you do it every day? Because until you develop these habits as staples, as daily occurrences, as your new normal, there is absolutely no need for anything else. You need to focus on developing habits and routines that work. And it comes from consistently ticking off the basics. And here's the deal. If you are not prepared to be consistent, you do not deserve the results you're chasing. Don't care who you are, what your goal is, if you will not put in the work and be consistent, you do not deserve the results that you're chasing, period. And the reason I say that is because most people, unfortunately, never actually have anybody in their corner to keep them accountable. I know the people in my life who keep me accountable, and I'm very thankful to have them. So this is me holding you accountable. I'm holding you to these high standards because I know that you're capable of reaching them. Below, I'm gonna actually take you through your battle plan. So if you have a pen and paper handy, this is your chance to write some notes down. If, you're, if you have your phone handy, maybe take the notes down and put it in an app or in your note keeping section. And this is what I want you to actually do. For those of you who are serious and actually want to get results and are prepared to do the work, I want you to do something here. This is your homework. I gave you homework in one of the recent episodes. This is today's homework. Download yourself a, an, a habit tracker app. Which one? I don't care, pick one. I have an Android and the one I have is called Habits. It has a blue symbol uh, and I think it's got an arrow that goes around in a circle. Yep, it's a, it's a blue symbol and it's got a, an arrow that goes around in a uh, clockwise direction. That's the one I use, but pick one. This is what you're going to do for 90 days. Yeah, 90 days. It's not a it's not a full it's not a two week thing here. I'm actually committing you to a plan and I want you to try and actually put in the fucking work here. You ready? Sleep 7 hours per night. Take a cold shower every morning. Read 10 plus pages of a self-development book. Meet your protein intake. So 
That means you consume 1.5 to 2.0 grams of protein per kilo of your body weight. So if you weigh 100 kilograms, you are trying to consume 150 to 200 grams of protein per day. How do you do it? Figure it out. Learn to read nutritional labels. Strength train three days per week using progressive overload. So you can absolutely perform the same exercises over and over again, that's fine. But you must use the progressive overload principle. Make some part of the session more challenging. Lift a little bit heavier. Do an extra one or two reps. Do an extra set. Reduce or alter your rest periods. Do more work in less time. Find some aspect that you can increase the difficulty slightly every single week. If you do those one, two, three, four, five things, if you do those five things consistently for 90 days, it will be impossible for you not to get results. I mean, think about it. If you're getting seven plus hours of sleep, you should be a well-rested machine. You should be rejuvenated. Cold shower, develop discipline, do something you don't like because like it or not, life is gonna make you do shit you don't like. Deal with it and find a way to get comfortable doing that. Read 10 pages or more of a self-development book. If there's an area in your life you would like to improve or get better at, this is how you do it. It's not gonna just fucking happen. You have to make it happen. So if you want to learn how to develop discipline, if you want to learn how to take more responsibility, type into the Google machine what it is that you want to learn, books, and fucking buy some. Protein intake, eat it through foods. So you may have to learn a little bit about nutrition. Type into the Google machine, high protein foods, and identify which of those high protein foods you enjoy eating and make sure you meet your daily target. Strength train three days per week. If you want to develop strength, you must lift weights. If you want to build muscle, you must lift heavier weights over time. Progressive overload, non-negotiable. If you are committed to your goals, that's your battle plan right there. 90 days in the overall scheme of your life is a small price to pay for the control that you will have over your body and life afterwards. So that's what I've got for you guys today. If you don't know what to do, I've given you concise action steps. So these are not suggestions. These are not maybe try this. These are actions which you can quantify with a yes or no. Did you sleep seven hours uh, last night? Yes or no. Did you take a cold shower? Yes or no. Did you read 10 pages of a book today? Yes or no. Did you meet your protein intake? Yes or no. Did you strength train three days this week? Yes or no. Because what you will find is doing one day, it's easy. Two days, yeah, sure, we can get through two days. Let's see who's left standing on day 90. Very few people. Very, very few people. But the few... The few of you who are listening to this and are like, yes, I am in. I am all in. I will do that. Your results are going to speak fucking volumes. 
So I would encourage you, if you are committed to this, take a progress photo, front, back, and sides. Get your camera, go underwear, stand against the blank wall, bang, photo on the front. Turn to your right, take one from that side. Turn to your right, get a photo from the back. Turn to your right, get another photo. And take some photos periodically, maybe every 30 days. And watch your body change. That's what you do when you don't know what to do. We go back to basics and you nail the fucking basics. You do them savagely well. You take pride in doing the simple things better than anybody else. Or even better, you do them to a standard that current or old you would fucking clap and say, you're a fucking machine. Go you. You've got your battle plan. Now go and execute it. If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.